This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Tonight. I could die now. I have lived. Celebrating Cloris Leachman, Oscar winner, Emmy record setter. You are really the queen of the Emmys. I'll go for that. <laughs> and one of the sweetest ladies you could ever meet. Only we have the tribute from her former co-star. She was always an energy source. Hold on to your hands, folks. Then. He has tested positive for COVID. COVID hits the morning shows again. The star is being forced out of the studio. Plus, <laughs> SNL's big return. We're with the cast revealing big surprises. So many different directions. Then, Demi Moore's new look. Why it's going viral. And Nicole Kidman responds to the Lucille Ball casting controversy. Yikes. For nearly nine decades, Cloris Leachman was a force in Hollywood. Who can forget her as the oldest competitor ever on Dancing with the Stars? Cloris's energy and talent were larger than life. Yeah, it really does make me smile just thinking about her and all the amazing moments that we have that you cannot see anywhere else. If you're not there, I will rip her face off. <laughs> you just remember one time saying to Mary, I'm Mary, we're sorry, you know, we... we Gotta remember, you're the star because there was none of that kind of thing on the set. Three months I've been apologizing to you without you even being here. I'm having an amazing life and it isn't over yet. It wasn't, oh, I wanna be a star in all Hollywood ever. An Oscar winner for The Last Picture Show, this comedian was beloved for her role on The Mary Tyler Moore Show, playing Mary's landlady. This cast stayed friends for decades after the show began. The minute we see each other, we're so thrilled. Each one is, oh, yes, and it brings back all those 20 years. We got off with Tony, and we, um, we dug each other a lot. Ed Asner, who played Mary's boss, Lou Grant, had a close bond with Cloris on and off screen. We spoke to him exclusively today. What was the impression you got of her the first time you met her? Hold on to your hands, folks. <laughs> I want you to give me a little smile. 
Come on. <laughs> there was some flirtation between your characters, but Cloris told us that um, you were really fond of her, which, which leads to an interesting behind-the-scenes bet. We decided, we agreed that we'd have, uh, we'd do it if he lost 30 pounds. And he did. Well, he lost 29 pounds. And we looked at each other, he had one pound to go. I mean, what are we gonna do? <laughs> all, the next thing I knew, he'd gained it all back again. <laughs> <laughs> that made you giggle. <laughs> I'm carrying my memory of her to my grave. I loved her. She was a sweet mom. Cloris had more Emmy nominations than any other actress. She won eight primetime awards, tying her with Julia Louis-Dreyfus for the most ever. You are really the queen of the Emmy. I like that. You like that I'll, I'll go for that. <laughs> I wish that we were there. I think I bring the fun and the laughter and the uh, and keep things going. Cloris had so many memorable roles, including the classic Mel Brooks comedies High Anxiety and Young Frankenstein. I am Paul Blucher. Mel paid tribute, saying she could make you laugh or cry at the drop of a hat. I adore comedy. <laughs> I like to do it over and over again until I just get sick of it. Everyone loved her free spirit. At the age of 70, Cloris posed naked, her body painted with fruit and vegetables for the cover of a health magazine. Why all be all covered up and everything? Why not be who you are at whatever age? It doesn't matter. And at 82, Cloris and her partner, Corky Ballas, were fan favorites on Dancing with the Stars. But I've lost weight and I can't tell you what a difference that is to be dancing without that stomach that I have. <laughs> the mother of five once told E.T. she was thankful for every single minute of her life. Every once in a while, and frequently, there'll be, I have an experience of some kind, I'll think, oh, I could die now, I have lived. I've had a great deal, great, very privileged. She was something else. Now, here's something most people don't know about Cloris. Before she turned to acting, Cloris dreamed of being a concert pianist, a skill she once showed us. She was a massive talent and will be missed. All right, let's move on to the TV morning shows that have been hit by a new COVID scare. We know that you have noticed that Michael has not been with us here this week. He wanted us to let you know that he has tested positive for COVID. He's at home quarantining right now. GMA's Michael Strahan, who's not experiencing severe symptoms, has been out all week. How's he doing? He's one of my best friends. He's feeling great, and he'll be back up and at it uh, soon enough. Michael's GMA colleague, George Stephanopoulos, had COVID last year, and co-anchor Robin Roberts, a two-time cancer survivor, is in a high-risk group. Robin actually stayed away from the studio for a long period of time yeah. because of, of her situation. It does weigh on you when you know that you have an underlying condition. They have to be very vigilant about who they allow into the space, how often um, they are getting tested. There was also a COVID scare this week at CBS This Morning. Do not adjust your television. It is 2021. You have not gone back in time. The show's three main hosts were not in the studio on Wednesday. We've had a positive test in our studio, so I'm back home. And out of an abundance of caution, Gail King and Anthony Mason are social distancing. Meanwhile, media mogul Tyler Perry says he's doing fine after being vaccinated on camera. He talked to Gail on Tuesday about his vaccine special targeting the black community that airs tonight. 
I've got people who love what I do and kind of follow me. And what I told them is that I'm not taking this vaccine because I want you to take it. I want to give you the information so you can make your own choices. What Tyler is doing is so important. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And I can't wait to get vaccinated. When it's our turn, I'll be in line right with you. There you go. All right. Saturday Night Live is back this weekend after a month long hiatus. And a little birdie told me that the world has given them a lot to talk about. Ooh, got your bird? Oh, stop it. I can't stop. (laughs) It's too good. Get your pearls and chucks ready, everybody, because you know Maya Rudolph is going to bring it. I cannot wait for this. And neither can good friend and SNL alum, Kristen Wiig. I'm just going to play a quick song on my phone. First of all, she sounds exactly like her. Thank you. Good evening. Thank you, everybody. She's a genius. I could watch her do her all day. It's amazing. I don't know that I nailed it, but I definitely tried to make her fun. We're not going to stand here and gloat. Well, I just want to do her proud. (laughs) Good job. No pressure. SNL writers are still hard at work, but we expect Maya Rudolph will make her first appearance as now Vice President Kamala Harris this weekend. John Krasinski hosts for the first time, and Megan Fox's man, Machine Gun Kelly, is the musical guest. Big week. Huge week. But no pressure, though. No, I'm saying there's tons of pressure. Yep, there is a lot to cover. I can't even imagine how you guys would put it all in an episode. I don't know. I mean, we're going to do as much as we can. We have a lot to celebrate, you know. I think that cold open should just start with cooling the gang. You know what I'm saying? A lot of it will probably come out of update, you know, as far as like firing off what the biggest stories have been. Keenan's pulling double duty this season. He's got a new show, Keenan, coming out next month on NBC in addition to SNL. This is his record 18th season as a cast member. What has been the longest, like, tenured? Uh, person on that show. What does that mean to you? It's an incredible, you know, badge of honor that I wear really proudly. He's just the nicest fella. Now, you know Demi Moore is no stranger to the SNL stage, but it's her catwalk cameo that kicks off tonight's No and Tell. The 58-year-old made a surprise appearance kicking off Fendi's Paris Fashion Week presentation. The Hollywood icon brought plenty of drama from the striking contoured makeup highlighting her cheekbones to the black satin suit. Demi is, of course, no stranger to the runway. Nearly four months ago in October, she also appeared in Rihanna's star-studded Savage X Fenty show, which kind of blew her mind. I was a little bit nervous. I am a lot older than everybody um, else involved. Now to Nicole Kidman and what some have called her controversial casting as Lucille Ball in an upcoming Aaron Sorkin biopic. What kind of jobs do you have open? Nicole spoke to Variety from her native Australia and says she's going to give it her all. I was like, yeah, I would love to um, give it a go. (laughs) But yikes. Try my best. See if I can do it. Lucille's daughter, Lucy Arnaz, explained the film, co-starring Javier Bardem as Desi, will not include an I Love Lucy remake. No one has to impersonate Lucy Ricardo. It's the story of Lucille Ball, my actual mother, and her husband, Desi Arnaz, my dad. Amazing woman. I'm very excited for people to see Desi and and Lucy and the way that it's so rich. I didn't know any of this in this script and it's just, I was like, wow. And finally, here is the first look at the final season of E's Keeping Up with the Kardashians. And while we see a classic Kim K ugly cry, I really appreciate you guys, each and every one of you. There isn't any sign of Kanye. 
Our source says the couple is still headed for divorce and their marital troubles will be a story arc this season. And according to sources, Kanye West is not happy that his marriage will be a part of the show. Well, that's kind of what happens when you sign up for a reality show. Um, <laughs> all right, you may want to buckle up for this TV news, too. Go back and figure out what you were missing. First McDreamy, now Izzy. Katherine Heigl on rumors she's making a Grey's Anatomy return. I don't know what to do. Then. I still belong with you. John Legend behind the scenes of his new video. Plus, Chip and Joanna back on TV. Is this their biggest challenge ever? We're about to find out. An exclusive look at their return. Oh my God. Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier. We hope you're enjoying the ET podcast. Be sure to watch Entertainment Tonight every weeknight for all the latest entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. We are here with a mass dancer that has been the latest reveal. When word came out that you were the hammerhead, I imagine the Jersey Shore text chain was blowing up. Last night in the group chat, Snooki was like, Paulie, I know it's you, I know it's you. And then I came out and they're like, Vinny. <laughs> you know, hopefully now with my new dance moves, I got some new ladies coming and sliding in my DMs. <laughs> Vinny, those DMs are going to be on fire, buddy, just like your dance moves. Good job. All right, well, in more TV news, Emmy winner Katherine Heigl is back, just not on Grey's Anatomy, after Patrick Dempsey's surprise appearance got a lot of hopes up. I'll be right here when you're ready. McDreamy's return, hat fans wondering, could we see a comeback for Izzy? Wait, what about me? I would never say never, but it's, it's not likely. I'm sorry. <laughs> I cannot believe you picked me over Clooney. <laughs> me neither. With a brunette do, Catherine is now playing a famous TV talk show host. And Sarah Chalk is her longtime bestie in Firefly Lane. If you liked Beaches and Still Magnolias, this series has a lot of the same vibes, but with 80s and 90s retro fashions. How much fun did the two of you have flashing back together? It was one of the very many big draws for me with this project was like, ooh, that's going to be so fun. It's wildly different <laughs> than anything. I need you, my soulmate. We had the best time, you know, Katie and I in the hair and makeup trailer going, wait, like, wait, more hairspray, less hairspray, more earrings. Don't call me during my special time. Should I get my eyes done? Tell the truth, I look tired. The series based on the best-selling book debuts on Netflix February 3rd and takes us back to their days as rowdy teens. What was the most rebellious thing you did as a kid, Catherine? At my girlfriend's house, I was probably 12, and we double pierced each other's ears um, and got the ice out and the needle and did the whole thing. And uh, my parents made me take it out the next day. Oh my gosh, a whole lot of pain for nothing. Youch. Well, since we're talking TV returns, here's one that is gonna blow the roof off. What <laughs> the world are they doing? Chip and Joanna's comeback, our Fixer Upper exclusive. Then, Michelle Pfeiffer comes to ET to celebrate a milestone. It's been 30 years. Wow. The life changing role she snagged without reading a script. And tonight's Thursday is all about How do you get over someone you never dated? And there was this like mountain in the bathroom that looked to me like termites. Could be significant, could be nothing. Wow. Well, that is a mountain. I told you. 
That is your exclusive first look at Chip and Joanna back at it with their new show, Fixer Upper Welcome Home. A preview episode drops tomorrow on Discovery+. Plus. Hold on, babe. Oh, my gosh. I'm leaving. Are these termites or not? We're about to find out. The parents of five aren't slowing down anytime soon. Their estimated $20 million empire will just keep growing when they launch the Magnolia Network later this year. I think that's one thing that's so fun about the show is it's like this kind of family reel, watching your children. Sure. They just grow up so fast. And Chip has been clear about the fact that he wants more kids as long as Joanna is good with it. You know, family also a priority for Michelle Pfeiffer. I mean, she is getting major Oscar buzz for her new movie. She is a deliciously dastardly mama in the French exit. Now, we talked about her new movie, and we also threw it back to the role that perfectly suited her, Catwoman. I am Catwoman. Hear me roar. Michelle, we're coming up on the 30th anniversary of Catwoman. Wow. That just speaks to how iconic the character is. She was just so dark and nasty. When that opportunity uh, presented itself for me to play her, it was, I didn't even have to read the script. I didn't even care. And it's really cool how, you know, different people take on the roles. And I mean, I just, I love that. The new role Michelle's taking on? She's starring as Betty Ford in the Showtime series The First Lady when production starts this spring. She's also in pre-production for Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Media with Michael Douglas. It's okay. I'm, I'm here now. But in her new movie, French Exit, in theaters next month, Michelle's a high-handed socialite who discovers she's broke and takes refuge in Paris with her estranged son, played by Lucas Hedges. My plan was to die before the money ran out. What would happen a lot of the times is you'd get so riveted by other people in the scene that you would kind of, I would forget to say my lines, <clears throat> which was probably frustrating because they were some very long takes. I've never been so hurt as when I saw your face for the first time. It was fun. Felt like a sleepover. Yeah, quirky, fun. Um, unique and uh, just delightful. So much fun. fun. Michelle had a lot of fun reuniting with her One Fine Day co-star George Clooney recently. The two made headlines when George confessed to showing up on set completely drunk. I was pretty hammered. I was like, I didn't know we were going to work today. And you go, you're still (laughs) drunk. And I kept trying to, you know, spray like whatever mouth spray I could because I smelled like a, a, you know, know, distillery along the way. Fast forward 25 years, Clooney's still making us laugh and Michelle's getting a lot of Oscar buzz. The last time she was nominated was in 1993. You know, that's really flattering. Um, Really flattering. Um, uh, And I would take that, but if it doesn't happen, I think all of the chatter has been lovely. Listen to me. She is so good in this movie. Really? Nominations coming. Okay. And, and by the way, both she and her husband, David E. Kelly, are really busy these days. You know, let me just say this. Okay. If the love ain't like the Michelle Pfeiffer, David E. Kelly type of love, I don't want it, y'all. Oh, just, boy. They've been Here married for 27 years. Um, yeah, but for those still navigating the dating world. Oh, here we go. Matthew Hussey is back with some very sound advice. Tonight's Thursday it answers the question, how do you get over someone you never even dated? 
so many people come to me and they say, Matthew, I've got this amazing person. We have this amazing connection, this amazing chemistry. And I'll say, what's wrong then? I just don't want to relate. Well, you're not the only one that gets to say in this. Now, when someone says this, I know they're valuing the wrong thing. They're valuing the connection more than anything else. It was a moment of connection. But two people who like each other, who have a connection, that's like two people who discover a plot of land. This land is mine! Plot of land has potential. Maybe it has a great view. Maybe it's by a river or a lake. But it's still just a plot of land. In trees? Everywhere trees? What the hell is this place? A relationship is what gets built on that land. And in order to build the castle of a relationship, you need a builder. Not just someone you have a connection with, someone who's willing to build. And when someone dips in and out of your life, says they don't want a relationship, they're saying, I don't want to build. Pick up a hammer and nail this coffin shut. When they text you after six weeks of no contact and say, thinking of you, that's an absent builder calling into the construction site saying, hey, how's the castle going that you're building on your own? How do you think? If you really want to be happy, start valuing the castle not just the connection. I feel like he's talking to you. I mean, my castle is valuable. I'm just saying, Matthew, you didn't have to go there. But Woo. here is someone who knows not only about love, he sings about it. Coming up, our John Legend exclusive. Only we're behind the scenes of his new music oh. video. Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier. We hope you're enjoying the ET podcast. Be sure to watch Entertainment Tonight every weeknight for all the latest entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. Maybe I'm just a fool. I still belong with you. That is John Legend with Fozia on their new ballad, Minefield. Mm. Is this show just talking to you today? It should be called NT, not mm. ET today. I, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. <laughs> that song is so beautiful, and only we can show you the magic behind the scenes. Take care, y'all. Close to you. They were like, would John be interested in doing this as a duet? I could hear us sounding really good together. We got this piano right here in this big, beautiful open field, and we have you know, big cannons of dust going off. It's gonna be a really epic moment in the video. And Close to you. If you like entertainment tonight, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert, and I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. So what do people get when they listen to The Late Show Pod Show? Let's, let's sell this thing. The extended moments, for sure, because we run out of time for broadcast, but we have plenty of time on the podcast. It's kind of like being a live audience member of the show because you get things that no one else hears. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts.